Welcome to the More Than Just a Job podcast from People Plus. Episode one. Hi everyone and welcome to the very first People Plus podcast that we're creating. We're calling this the More Than Just a Job podcast because essentially that's what People Plus are there to do. It's more than just finding someone a job. In its easiest term, we are there to get unemployed people into work. But there is so much more that we do above and beyond that. And that's essentially what we're using the podcast for as a way for us to create a little bit of content for you guys to find out a little bit more about us and also a little bit more about the, the recruitment market, what's happening. And social recruitment. Social recruitment. There's various other things that we'll talk about. So yeah, we're going to be launching our new podcast and we are delighted to have you here. And what I am delighted with, my name is Darren Christie. I'm one of the employer relations managers with People Plus. Today we have the wonderful Sarah Proctor, one of our marketing specialists. Thank yeah. you very much for coming Thank along, Sarah. Thank you for asking me, Darren. Thank you. I'm delighted yeah. to be part of this inaugural um, episode. Wonderful. So, why are we building a podcast at People Plus? What is the point of it? Well, number one, Darren's been banging on about this for quite a long time and he's very persistent and tenacious, as has been proven with his record as an ERM. So he's now bringing that tenacity to the fact that, as he says, we're in the 21st century, so many different ways of communicating now and why are we relying on emails and text and lots of quite um, remote forms of communication yep. when you can share some chat and some conversation. Wonderful. So different topics that will be covered in the podcast. And, and like this is there to talk about everything that we do at People Plus, but not just within People Plus, just about the, the recruitment market in general, support for candidate participants that we're, we're supporting. So this is going to be a kind of all-encompassing thing. And just to give you a couple of ideas of of subjects that we're going to be covering. One of the things we will do is we'll look at the job market. So what does the job market look like? Um, what roles are available to people. So as much as you might want to be an astronaut, there might not be too many astronaut jobs going in your area. Sadly. Sadly. And I'm not trying to dampen any hopes and no. dreams here. But one thing we are doing is looking at the job market and looking at what areas are recruiting, what areas are realistic for people to, to find work within. Mm -hmm. um, and essentially, what is the pathway to to work in those sectors and, and, and markets themselves. So that's kind of one of the things that we're looking at with the job market. Yep. And we're looking at because I was an ERM as well for a while. That's how Dan and I got to know one another yes. and then moved into the marketing team. Um, and I think one of the things that struck me as an ERM was just what you're doing, trying to get people who've experienced barriers to employment into work is you're trying to change cultures yep. and you're trying to change hearts and minds, both in the parts of employers, but also participants themselves who maybe didn't ever see themselves as going and working in security, for example. Yeah. But as you know, Dan, there are so many jobs in security. Is that the sort of thing that you as an ERM, as a key worker, as an employment advisor are actually doing? You're, you're on a campaign to help that person see themselves potentially as yeah. working in security. So there's some workshop stuff that we'll do that will be um, do's and don'ts for anyone who's looking for a job. There'll be little workshops on anyone who is currently hiring. So from an attraction piece standpoint, and if you're looking to bring on the right types of candidates to to the roles that you're looking for. So we're doing a little bit of thing um, circulating around the do's and don'ts of recruitment from both the candidate's point of view and also from the employer's point of view. 
One of the big things we are going to be talking about is um, the, the buzzword of CSR and ESG, corporate social responsibility, uh, economic and social governance. Um, what does that mean? Quite a mouthful. Quite a mouthful. That's why we always... Lots and lots to unpack in that. So much to unpack. So for anyone who doesn't know what it is, corporate social responsibility or ESG, economic and social governance, it's really there to chat about doing the right thing mm -hmm. essentially um, making sure that when you're recruiting for people or your um, policies within the business are there to support people as much as possible yep. giving as many opportunities to, to different people from different backgrounds we'll chat a little bit about diversity within the workforce um, inclusion yeah. um, various different factors around inclusion that are really shifting the way that companies yep. see potential employees. And I think that People Plus and, and social recruitment in general is, is playing a big part in Massive part shifting the, the boundaries. And some of the stuff we'll talk about this is when it comes to corporate social responsibility, a lot of times some businesses see it as a tick box exercise, some businesses see it as doing the right thing. And we'll chat about that stuff, we'll chat about where does it sit, where's the line in the sand, why are you doing these things? Is it yeah. because it's the right thing to do or is it because it helps you in certain things that you're looking at? So yeah, is it because you've got a bid and you need to you need to try and flesh out what that social value part of that bidding process actually looks like? Yeah. And and saying that you're involved with a company like People Plus or another training provider or another social recruiter. Yep. Is a, it goes a long way to actually being able to demonstrate in a real way what you're doing for, for candidates and what you're doing for your community as a business. So we'll go into all of that. Yep, absolutely. Um, one of the big things we'll chat about is the partnerships that we've got with People Plus. Yep. Um, that'll be from, not just from an employer standpoint, so the partnerships that we've got with various different employers that you and I have worked with over the years, um, but also partnerships with charities, local organisations, community centres, um, all the different partnerships that People Plus have. DWP actually been yeah. out in the job centres, actually been out in um, local hubs. Um, a lot of the Scotland team actually you know, go, go out and about to meet people now. They're not hiding behind the ivory towers of a corporate office and yep. the value that that can have in a community. And if you want to get involved in that sort of thing, we can really show you some genuinely impactful human stories behind yep. those sorts of shifts and changes in the way we do things. I think one of the big things for me was working for People Plus. Yes, we are a, a very large organisation that covers all over the UK, but there's such a local feel for what we're doing. We are genuinely in the local it's communities. Yeah, it's about a sense of place. And as much as we do have this national coverage, there is very much a kind of local feel to, to what we're doing and who we're working with. So we'll chat more about the partnerships and what they look like and who yep. we're partnering with. And who, who we'd like to work with and the fact that actually there doesn't need to be barriers here. It can be literally come and talk about it. Come one, come all and let's yep. see, what we can, see what we can do. Absolutely. Um, one of the areas that we will be covering is the prison services that we've got. This is a key part of our business and a, and a key part of what we're doing. Um, we believe that the rehabilitation process is where we will be in prisons, physically in prisons. There's a presence within prisons to support prisoners. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll chat about different programmes and processes we've got like Way Out TV and, and ways to support prisoners so that rather than letting them leave prison and then they start the employability journey, mm -hmm. it is about starting that journey before they leave prison so that when they leave prison they are good to go and everything that we've done has been to. We've got so many good news stories as well that we can share that we've, al that we've already got that are already on the YouTube channel that we can highlight and revisit as well. You know, there's yep. been some amazing contributors and of course because I'm sitting here talking to you guys I can't remember any of them right now but there are loads um, this idea of um, 
helping to really value who's doing this amazing work um, and give them the spotlight too. I think that's a big role that this podcast can play. Yep. Um, and I suppose in essence, one, one of the, the things I'm really keen to chat about is the future of work. So we, we are now in 2023, work is very different. A lot of us work from home, a lot of us use tech more than we've ever used it previously. Yeah. And essentially one of the things that we're gonna look at is what does the future of the workplace look like? And the, and the example I always use with this is when my granddad was, was younger, um, my granddad didn't really know that he, he wanted to be an IT manager because when my granddad was a kid, there was no such job as an IT manager. And now- What age was your granddad? When was your granddad a wee boy? Oh, back in this. 50s, 40s and 50s, I suppose. So. It was definitely no IT manager, then. No, but yet when you look at marketplace now, pretty much any business has got more than two employees as somebody in charge of IT. So, um, And there's now a variety of different jobs within IT. So one of the things that we're going to be looking at is what does the future of the workplace look like? Sometimes it's very difficult for kids to know what they want to be. Well, you know, I've got kids and I genuinely at the moment have no idea what the job titles I would be saying to them to think about are. Absolutely. Exactly. I do not know. Both get young kids, both in a world that, even for us that would be classed as the experts, I have no idea what my, my two kids are going to grow up to be, yeah. mainly because some of the jobs might not exist just now. And that's one of the fun things that we're going to be looking at, one of the things we're, we'll be chatting about. What are the skills yeah. that are going to be needed, Absolutely. rather than what are the jobs? And are you going to have jobs? Are you just going to be able to go out and use a whole load of different skills in different contexts throughout your working life? Yep. What does that look like? How are we preparing ourselves for that as, as social recruitment specialists? Yep. You know, at the moment, we're still putting people into jobs and saying there you go do that job go there do that for eight hours a day but how practical is that and for how much longer yeah so this is what this is the kind of range of content that we're going to be chatting about we will be bringing on industry experts to speak about this we're bringing in people who will be experts within a particular field to yeah. discuss this um, and to just have a chat about it it's really just so that we can start discussions around certain aspects um, and kind of see where the conversation goes see what comes out of this and generally hoping that we get a few little golden nuggets that we can take away from this yeah. um, and, and pass on and definitely I'm listening to Golden Nuggets, it's what it's all about, because actually this is not easy. The work that gets done by People Plus and other providers of our type, it's not, it's not simple. There are real bumps in the road when you're dealing with real stories, real people, and the struggles that they have in finding work. Um, and some of the things that you hear as a team member at People Plus, you know, they can be hard and you do need to chat about it. Sometimes I think that, sharing that sort of connection around what does it take to keep going? How do you keep the determination to keep yep. trying and doing the right thing um, and offering a, a, just a space really to talk about that? You know, sometimes there can be real disappointment. Somebody doesn't like the job. Somebody doesn't turn up for the job. Somebody flunks the interview, doesn't turn up for the interview. Yep. How, do, how do you deal with that? How do you look after each other as a team in this, in this world? Yep. And again, looking at People Plus, we will be chatting about all the different help and support that goes into people um, and, and work support and work support is going to be a critical part of this as well so with the podcast Sarah how often are we putting this out? this will go out fortnightly and Darren already has a content plan <laughs> and we will add more content to it as we go along and we'll take ideas for content as well absolutely and uh, we'll take ideas for contributors we'll take ideas for potentially even locations at some point down the line yep and again some of this will get done through Teams some of it will be done in a, in a kind of face-to-face -face format using the, the power of tech using and yeah for anyone who's watching this i would love to know what you want covered mm -hmm. what areas would you like us to speak about what areas would you like 
um, a discussion opened around is there anyone in particular you would like us to try and speak to? Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be more than happy to. Heroes, yeah. um, literally people who've inspired you, people who have um, taught you something, have surprised you in some way, but all with this idea of how we're adding social value, how social recruitment can add social value. And that's a really dry sounding sort of term, but it really is where People Plus is at at the moment. Absolutely. With the, the social recruitment advocacy group and, and other um, sort of board level yep. shifts. But Liz Squire, who's the head of um, employer management, is talking about a movement. And I think she's right. I think there is a movement. And I think this podcast can be a really key part of that movement to realise the full value of, of what we do. So if, if, if this has still has people massively excited for- Like we are. Forward, like we are. Um, where can we find it? We can find it on our YouTube channel, People Plus UK YouTube channel. So please make sure you check us out there. We do have plans to get it onto an actual audio streaming platform, um, but we don't have that nailed yet. So you can definitely find us on YouTube for the time being, People Plus UK. Wonderful. So, Sarah, I just want to say a massive thank you for coming on and being the first guest of the People Plus podcast. Um, and I massively look forward to bringing you more content and uh, opening up discussions around various different subjects. And, and well done, Darren, for being a right tenacious champion. You're very welcome. For getting it done. <laughs> anyway, look forward to seeing everyone. See you soon. Thanks for listening and please sign up from wherever you got your podcast for the next episode of More Than Just a Job from People Plus.